You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six-figure business with no more than a high school education. I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. Welcome to podcast episode number four of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. First of all, before I get started, I have to throw out a huge thank you to all of you listeners out there, everyone who left me a rating on Apple Podcasts, everyone who listened. I had over 700 listens in the first week and I'm just so, so grateful. Uh, My podcast is slowly being trickled into all the platforms and I'm just, yeah, stoked. It's literally been driving me and lighting a fire and gets me excited and like literally I'll like be dancing from excitement because I'm just so happy about it. It gets me revved up. Like, I encourage you to find that thing in life that does that, that just makes you want to dance, like, because you're just so happy and you just are flooded with joy and only positive things when you think about it. I love that kind of thing. Like, I need more of that in my life. This podcast just showed me, you know, how much I enjoy creating content right? I freaking love this and just giving it to the world for free. Like, here you go. If you care what I have to say, then listen. If you don't, then don't. And if you think someone you love cares what I have to say, then share it with them. And then the kind messages I've been getting from people and people sharing their stories, how they relate, like, man, it feeds me. Like, it's amazing the positivity that I feel from it. So thank you. Big shout out to all of you for listening and supporting. I seriously appreciate it. And I'm so, so excited to continue to show up, uh, you know, on a consistent basis for you with good content for you that you can apply to your life or relate to or pull something from that helps you. Because at the end of the day, it's all about helping others through our life experiences and our story. And, you know, I'm committed to doing that with this podcast. So I'm so, so, so stoked about all of you listening to me. So thank you. And moving on to today's podcast, I want to talk to you about self-awareness. I personally feel that self-awareness is like the key thing that you get from doing personal development. Like 110%, that's what it's been for me, being self-aware. I've gotten a lot. Like I've learned about being grateful on a daily basis, even for the negative stuff that happens in life. I've learned to be a more positive person. I've learned how to, you know, move through challenges better. Um, And yet I'm still working on myself. No one is perfect with that. Um, But being self-aware is like the the best way to explain like why I do personal development and why you should too. And if you don't really know what being self-aware means, it means basically, in my opinion, like this isn't from Google, this is my definition, but being able to look at yourself and your patterns and the things that you do and the way that you react to things, specific things, specific people, specific places, and 
digging deep and finding out why, like thinking about it yourself. Like you don't even have to be saying it out loud, but when you act a certain way that's kind of out of character for you or you don't like how you, like let's say you reacted to something and you don't like when you do that, but yet you continue to do it and you have this pattern. Being able to step back when you do react as an example or do something out of character for yourself, being able to step back and and look at yourself almost from an outside perspective and be like, okay, why did I do that? What is it that triggered me? What is it about that that made me react? Like, why did I lose my temper? And asking yourself these questions, these whys, and actually answering. And you can do all of this in that pretty little head of yours. You know, you don't have to say it out loud. You can if you want, or you can take pen to paper and write it down and get fucking clear on why it is you're doing the things that you're doing because there is reasons right we're all different and we all act the way we do for different reasons but there is reasons at the very core of that so actually finding out what that reasons or those reasons are helps you understand yourself as a person so being self-aware is the most important thing on the road to becoming the best version of yourself that's a long-winded sentence but you get my point right being self-aware is like the most important thing in my opinion and everything kind of goes into that bucket of being self-aware and it it's not easy to do and it takes a long time like I'm still working at it and I've been doing personal development consistently for two years so it's best to start now and I think you know being aware of self-awareness just is like such a big first step and understanding what it means to be self-aware and then showing up more consistently and and trying to take that perspective and look at yourself and the things you're doing and asking yourself those why questions to really understand our patterns because you know that's why we're doing a lot of things in life you'll see if you start to think about yourself you'll try to pinpoint the patterns you have you know like like acting a certain way every time you get tired that would be a pattern fighting with your spouse about the same thing on a regular basis or every time it happens maybe them like um you know biting their fork or chewing loud or biting their nails or like a bad habit they have you know maybe you react to it or you get triggered to it and it becomes a pattern of yours like you know every time Garrett bites his nails I'd be like stop biting your nails and it started to almost become and props to Garrett he quit biting his nails he's three days deep and that's pretty epic because it's been something that he's never thought to quit before and it's actually funny that I went into this and I'm just gonna go off on the side note about this because we are talking about patterns I kind of think of patterns very similar to habits right so Garrett had this nail biting habit ever for like his he can't remember when he didn't bite his nails so this has been going on since he was a kid and it's just not something he thought about even as a habit for himself it's just something he did and he didn't even realize he was doing it but then for me from an outside perspective as a previous nail biter like when I got my fake nails off I was biting my nails again and I was like oh my god because I started to like hint at Garrett for stop or I'd kind of hint at him to stop doing it or he'd start biting his nails I'd be like babe stop biting your nails like okay stop biting your nails and it did it started to be this pattern for me that every time he bit his nails I would react and be like babe quit biting your nails or I'd like push his hand out of his mouth or I'd be like don't bite your nails around me so it started to like trigger me and create this pattern of mine and uh and eventually he's just quit. Like we, he honestly read something in the book, The Daily Stoic we're reading. It's like 365 days of 
uh, these small like paragraphs, meditations, ways to look at life like a stoic. Uh, it's a pretty cool book so far. And the one that day talked about addictions and it even referenced biting your nails. And Garrett read it and just quit. <laughs> It's like a freaking miracle. I'm so, so proud of him. And he's like proud of himself. And he's just, it's so interesting to watch him look at himself from a different perspective. I guess it does tie into self-awareness. Like he's like asking himself, like he's just kind of flabbergasted in a sense of like, why didn't he ever quit before? And why did it just click the other morning? And now he just doesn't even want to like a hundred percent just doesn't even want to. It's freaking pretty like incredible the power of the mind and it's these patterns that we have these habits that we have you know whatever these habits may be biting your nails smoking cigarettes reacting to the same thing the wrong way you know getting emotional about something similar that happens or you know if just whatever maybe things at work or things in your home life or when your kid does something does it trigger you these patterns that we have are really freaking hard to break and especially if you've been following that pattern since you were young, like Garrett's been biting his nails young. Sorry, babe, when you're listening to this, I'm just referencing you, but it just became the best example. But yeah, you start these things when you're young and they're like ingrained in your subconscious as this pattern and it's hard to quit them. And I'm sure you can think of one that you have personally or different, maybe multiple. I mean, if you're human, you probably have multiple kind of bad patterns that you have that are really hard to break. So I do believe that becoming first off self-aware of these patterns that we have and then making the decision, like I do feel like Garrett just made the decision when he read that to quit. He's just like, I'm making this decision. And it's crazy when you think about the the conversations that we have with ourselves around our bad habits or our bad patterns it's like, I can't quit smoking. I can't stop biting my nails. I can't stop, you know, whatever. I can't stop drinking. I can't stop whatever. You know what I mean? Like we are always having this conversation to ourselves about our bad patterns that I can't quit because... And obviously smoking cigarettes is one of the biggest examples ever. My dad smoked cigarettes for you know, all basically for as long as I remember my whole life. And he's way longer than that. And he recently quit too. And just literally like just decided to quit and made it happen. But for all these years prior, his, his uh, conversation with himself was, I can't quit. I can't quit. Well, if you're saying I can't quit, that's going to be your reality. So you need to change that conversation with yourself and change that pattern and change it into something else say I can quit and just like make that decision in your head to quit whatever it is you're looking to quit and let it happen change your pattern change your life change your pattern change your life (laughs) so yeah I mean and that's just like you know a a big long-winded example of kind of how this applies but Garrett's a really great example so just kind of making that decision with yourself I'm quitting And another thing, another point I wanted to talk about in regards to self-awareness is this line that I absolutely love. What you resist persists. What you resist persists. So we're going to think about that for a second. Think about it. Stew on it. Let it simmer. I loved this line ever since I heard it and I did hear it in a podcast. And 
I wrote it on my mirror because I have these markers for window writing and I write on my mirror with them because when I'm getting ready, I'm listening to podcasts and like downloading the info and the things that really stick out, I write on my mirror. There's also affirmations written on there. So like they're right in my freaking face. So I'll say them. And so I wrote down what you resist persists. So this is something I see on a, on a daily basis and I think about it and um, you know, what it truly means is that the things that you're resisting in life are going to stick around, right? So if there's something that you need to do, but you're resisting doing it, let's say you're, you know, you need to clean your room and you're resisting cleaning your room. Well, your room is going to stay messy. It's not going to clean itself. So once you stop resisting cleaning your room and you just clean your damn room, then it's going to go away. It's going to dissolve. It's not going to be a thing anymore. You get to move on. So we got to think about this in life, in personal development type sense, like what you're resisting is what you are needing to be doing. That's your clue to like what, you know, what you need to be doing to getting on into flow and getting into alignment. Whatever you're resisting is the thing. That's the thing. That's what makes it so tricky and so hard for people is, you know, when there's something you're resisting, maybe it's reading that book. Maybe it's reaching out to a specific person. Maybe it's investing some money. Whatever it is you're resisting, that is the thing that you need to be doing and you know it. But you just feel like if you resist it, it's just going to go away. But no, I'm sorry, that bedroom, if it's dirty and you just resist cleaning it, it's not just going to clean itself. And that's that's the rule that applies to absolutely everything in life. So re- that resistance you feel is your first clue that it's the thing you should be doing, the thing that your higher self is drawn to. And I never used to really know, you know, with simple things like cleaning my room, I'd always know it, or cleaning the house, like I always knew I had to do those things, right? But there's ways around it. That being said, I'm just going to think about this one here because, you know, I I have a house cleaner now. It's like 100 hundred. 20 bucks a month she comes once a month she does like the deep clean and I like to tidy on a daily basis so it's fine but I was resisting cleaning I don't like cleaning I don't like always feeling like there's cleaning to be done it was keeping me away from the other things I wanted to be doing the other things I had to be doing because I always felt like I had to clean first because I honestly work better in a clean space so I kept resisting it and it kept being dirty which would then lead to me feeling stressed and overwhelmed and just not my best self so what did I do I hired a cleaner right I'm not resisting it anymore I'm just you know, I just hired a cleaner. It's really, it's freaking worth it. Trust me, because just because it gives you so much time back, if you don't have to worry about like cleaning the toilets and the bathrooms and the the trim and everything like that. So, you know, what you resist persists. So if you, if you really don't want to do something and it's resisting hard and it's something like, you know, clean your house, for example, then just hire the damn cleaner and then you're not resisting it anymore. It's not persisting. It's getting it's and it'll dissolve. Now that won't be a stress on you. It's not going to affect you. It's not going to take away from your day. And you have to think about this in regards to anything, especially with self-awareness and personal development. If you're resisting doing something, taking that leap, stepping outside your comfort zone, it's more than likely something that you need to be doing. So, and I think we're faced with that so, so much. We're faced with that resistance and it doesn't feel good. And the resistance itself makes you not want to do the thing that you need to be doing more. 
So it's super challenging, but that's it. Like things are not easy, right? The things that you need to do to excel in life and, you know, be a better person and work on, they're not easy to do. If they were easy, then everybody would be doing it, right? But if you're committed to becoming your best self, then you have to start being self-aware of where that resistance lies. So, you know, when, so just start paying attention to when you feel that resistance, like when there's something you need to do, but you feel that resistance. Going to the gym is a great, great example. Fitness. So many of us resist working out, resist, resist working out. We resist being healthy in a general sense. Like you resist eating clean or you resist that meal prepping or you resist eat, choosing the healthy thing instead of the unhealthy thing for dinner. You resist going to the gym and working out and we make these excuses. Well, then whatever it is that you want, that you know in the back of your mind you should be, you know, working out and eating clean for whatever results those are, those aren't going to come to you if you keep resisting the one thing that is going to get you to what you want, then you're going to stay with the things that you don't want. Like, you know, if you want to lose 10 pounds, those 10 pounds are going to persist if you resist going to the gym, right? If you want to lose 10 pounds and you resist the healthy option at the restaurant, then those 10 pounds are going to persist. They're going to stay with you. They're not going to go away. If you embrace that resistance when you feel it and you're like, okay, I feel resistance right now, that means I better get my ass up off the couch and go to the gym or just do this home workout because I realize it's something I need to do because I feel this resistance. I'm going to do it. Then that's going to start to resolve or dissolve. Sorry, you're going to feel better. Those pounds will start to go away. You'll start, you know, creating that habit for yourself of actually doing a, a workout, whether it be at the home or the gym, doing that workout and feeling, you know, you get good endorphins when you're working out. It does feel good no matter what. If you if you resist it and you fall into that and give into that resistance, you're going to feel like shit about it. You know, if you resist a healthy option at dinner, well, you're going to feel like shit for it later and you need to accept that you know, that kind of penalty, that's, you know, the, what, am, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, <laughs> I can't think of it. You know what I mean? When you choose the wrong choice, then there is, I can't think of the word, it'll come to me, but you guys get what I mean. What you resist persists. Think of that. Think of that when you feel the resistance against something and just do that thing. Sounds crappy. I know. I know. But it gets easier and easier. And then it just, you kind of look at it in a different perspective. Like you're grateful that you're be, you're starting to be self-aware of that resistance because you never thought of that in it, in that perspective before. You used to just give in to that resistance and, and not go do it. Well, now when you feel the resistance, you're just like, you're going for it and you get rewarded for it because you feel so damn good after. You feel so proud of yourself. You feel so energized. You feel like you did the right thing and you're not hard on yourself. So, so yeah, embrace it. Embrace that resistance and watch, you know, the, the, the problem around it dissolve, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you're going to do nothing, you're going to get nothing. And a lot of times that resistance is around like the, the things that we need. Your higher self is calling for you to take that chance or speak to that person or send that message or make that investment or, you know, make that sacrifice, that sacrifice is a huge one and probably a lot of us don't really think about. Like we resist making sacrifices, you know, short-term loss for long-term gain, right? 
that is friggin' huge. That is such, such a thing on the forefront of my mind right now is like, you know, short-term loss for long-term gain. I am investing like crazy. I'm stepping so outside my comfort zone. I am doing shit that like doesn't really feel right, but I know that resistance is there. So I'm doing it anyways, because I know that's where the growth is. I know this is what I have to do. I know that's what puts me into alignment. So I'm just I'm just doing it and I'm flowing with it. And it's not easy every day. I'll tell you that right now. There's a lot of times where I feel kind of weighed down because, because if I give in to, you know, that resistance, those negative thoughts, I can give in to them quite easily and it can knock me flat. Like it can put me in such a negative state. It can give me anxiety. It can make me start questioning my decisions and I have to be self-aware of my own thoughts and then and change my thoughts and be like, no, quit thinking about the negative side of the coin and start thinking about the long-term gain and how this is the right decision and how, you know, it puts you in alignment. These are the things you have to do. These are the risks you have to take. These are the choices you have to make. This is what being a grown-up is, Alicia. Come on, this is your growth. Snap out of it. I have to give myself those pep talks all the freaking time, more than I ever used to when I was in my comfort zone because I'm doing shit now that like my old me is screaming at me like what are you doing stop that like what are you doing what are you crazy and it feels good it does feel good especially when I'm self-aware enough to get myself back on the positive mindset train you know so you're not alone if you fight with your own head and your mind when you come to these resistance moments. And it's okay if you give in to the resistance a lot and choose the choice, you know, and just give in to that resistance and like don't go to the gym or don't choose a healthy meal or don't take that risk. If you've been doing that and you're thinking of all these times you've done that, don't beat yourself up about it. Because you just have to be self-aware about them and then kind of stop doing them. And then you'll start to create a new good pattern of doing the thing that you're resisting instead of not. Man, that was a good, good tangent I just went on. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed that. But let me know. Obviously, I love when you guys give me feedback if you relate to some of these things that I'm saying during this. Because I want to know what you guys want to hear about in this podcast. I want to give you what you want from my perspective. So I'm going to keep doing that. I'll keep doing the market research and giving you guys what you want. So the one last thing I want to talk about to you today is I want to ask you a question. And that question is, where can you make space? Where can you make space in your life? So think about it in all different aspects. Where can you make space You know, at your house, is your house really cluttered? Is there some things you can get rid of? Where can you make space in your closet? You know, is there clothes, old clothes that you can get rid of and kind of free up some space in there? Where can you make space in your mind? You know, what are you thinking about that's weighing heavy on you and taking up a lot of your energy? And how can you kind of get that off the forefront of your mind? Maybe there was a disagreement that happened with your spouse or someone in your family or a best friend. And it's all you can really think about. And it's kind of taking over your life. Well, you need to clean that up. You need to reach out to that person and just be the bigger person and set the record straight. Say, I'm sorry. You know, just kind of act with empathy and 
you're not necessarily doing it for them, but you're doing it for you. And it's okay to literally say that like, hey, I'm sorry for what happened. And I just it's really taking up a lot of my energy. And so I just need to say that I'm sorry. And, you know, and and let let it go because I don't have space for this right now because there's other things that I want to be focusing on, you know, and it really takes away and it makes it hard to be present in life when you are thinking about about things, you know, when there's clutter in your mind and when there's clutter in your house and you're always thinking about how you should be cleaning rather than sitting and relaxing with your family, you know, that's a huge one, you know, not being present with your kids or your family because you feel like you need to be cleaning or doing the dishes. That was something my mom always did. You know, she'd feel, my dad would be like, hey, let's go for a walk with all the kids. And she'd be like, no, I have to do dishes. And I catch myself doing that all the time. It's freaking crazy. That relates to the last episode, episode three. Like, I catch myself being like my mom. And that's that's definitely a big way. I'll feel like I have to clean and do the dishes rather than, like, be present and sit down and relax. And so I really believe in, you know, at having a decluttered life, a decluttered mind. Don't resist cleaning out that space and making space because it's just going to stay cluttered and it really bogs you down. It would be amazing to you how much energy you will have when you just clear up some space all together. So that goes, that's, you know, that's a very broad statement, you know, clearing up space mind-wise might boil down to, yeah, making, quit resisting the healthy choices, quit resisting going to the gym, quit resisting these things that you know you need to do that's going to help you feel better on a daily basis. Because to be honest with you, to be successful and to be the best version of yourself, to be self-aware, you you have to start focusing on your health and like what helps you feel the most optimized and the most like your best self. Like for me personally, if I'm tired and I'm eating like shit and I'm not working out, I'm not my best version of myself. I I don't really like that version of me because I don't feel great, so I lack a bit of confidence. Um, you know, I might be eating too much sugar or and it's you know, bringing me down. I don't have the energy. So then when I have to do like do my responsibilities, show up, create content, run my business. I don't, it feels like more of a chore and I don't like thinking of it as a chore. It's my passion. It's what I love to do. So I want to be stoked to be doing it. So I have personally found that the only way that really truly happens is when I have a decluttered mind and life and when I am healthy and I'm feeling my best and, you know, I'm not falling off the wagon. I'm present in my business and that just drives me and that makes everything better, right? There's still times that I have fun and I relax and I shut down and I shut off. Absolutely. Every single night I shut off and I shut down. Like I give myself that time, but that's also creating space for me. I can't, I can't only ever work and be running my business and doing stuff like that as much as I do love it. Because if I don't shut down at the end of the night and give myself some, some quiet time, then I don't make any space for what the next day brings for my business right? It's so fucking important. Like I couldn't stress this enough. And relating back to what I would said earlier in this podcast about cleaning your house and so much of us resist cleaning, right? Resist cleaning. But when you clean, you feel so good. You feel lighter. You, you take this deep breath and you're like, ah, oh, it feels good, right? Space. And so, you know, so 
stopping resisting that something like cleaning and like finding the solution for that resistance like hiring a house cleaner is gonna open up space for you to fill with something that you actually want to be doing, something that's actually going to bring you closer to your goal, something that's actually going to make you feel happy. You know, if you say you don't have time to go to the gym, yet you're spending an hour a day cleaning, hire the house cleaner, and while she's cleaning, go to the gym. You know, solutions like that. And it's okay. It's, it, you honestly will live a better life when it's decluttered and you find those solutions, you make them fit. It's okay to invest in something like that because it's freeing up another hour of your day, right? Your time is absolutely worth it and your fitness and your health is worth something like that. Being present with your family is worth that 100 bucks you might pay for that once a month clean. Well, I guess obviously going to the gym once a month after hiring, if you hired a cleaner once a month like me, that doesn't really work because you want to be going more than once a month to the gym. You're not really going to see results if you go once a month. So that was a terrible example, but you guys know what I mean. I know you do. I know you understand me, right? (laughs) That was a little bit cluttered, talking about decluttering. But honestly, guys, I truly believe that a tidy life helps you be successful. Helps you make, helps make you feel better. You know, helps you feel less stressed. Helps you be present with your family. Keeps you smiling. So it's really important to look at the the spaces in your life, the spaces you can clear. Where is there space that you can clear up? Whether it be, you know, cleaning, cleaning out your vehicle, cleaning your house. Um, saying sorry to somebody that's close to you that you're kind of having a falling out with that kind of goes with the whole energy break that I talked about in episode three Um, you know getting rid of clothes and things that you don't need to have and then jumping in where that resistance is after that so once you get rid of all those those smaller resistances like cleaning your house and that, that long chore list that you have when you clear that out then you make space new space for the new resistance around things to come on, if that makes sense, like the more important things that you want to be doing that are help going to push you. Maybe it's that business opportunity. Maybe you're whatever, like maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to go on this trip, whatever it is, when you declutter some of these these smaller things like cleaning and fitness and stuff like that, when you get all that under control and cleaned up and you've made that space, then it's going to open up a lot of space for the more significant things to come in. And that's, that's, that's what you're going for, right? You kind of find solutions for these small everyday things that can clutter up your mind and then you can't focus on the more important things because you're thinking about these smaller things while Find the solutions for those smaller things, whatever they may be, and then you have that space to do the more impactful things that make you feel good at the end of the day and help you be your best self because that's all we really want at the end of the day is to show up as our best self, to be a good example, to help people, to feel happy, you know, to spend time with our kids and not be triggered by them different things and it all really does boil down to self-awareness at the end of the day to help you change your patterns to help you be aware of that resistance and you know push embrace it rather than resist it you know understanding where there's more space that could be made maybe it's relationships that you have to take a break from like we talked about in episode three that's making big time space That's, I mean, that's a huge, huge, crucial piece to being successful. 
and achieving your dreams and staying on track, right? And not getting sidetracked and and doing all these other things that won't matter in five years. You know what will matter is the impact you're making right now and how you're spending your time. And if you're creating the things that you are, you know, your higher self is screaming at you to create and to do because you can really impact people and do amazing things. You don't have to be bogged and weighed down by these normal day-to-day weight that just life can give us. It's it's not worth it to to let that shit run your life. And there's so many people who say things like, I don't have time or I'm just too tired to do these things that I really want to do, but I just don't have time. Well, there's something you want to be doing and you don't have time for it that's all the more reason for you to do the thing to to make those solutions well how the hell do you free up some time then hire that house cleaner you know put get in get a nanny or put your kids in daycare for a couple hours a day so you can focus on you too you know you're the most important and if you're not showing up and being your best self and you're not happy, then the people around you, they're going to suffer from that too because the people who love you want to see you being your best self and we can only lead by example. We can't tell people how to be. We can only lead by example and I guess that's why I shared with you today how I look at self-awareness and what I do and how I jump into my resistance and I look at my life, where can I make space? And if I start to feel really bogged down and stressed out, I will start to like literally look around and be like, okay, where can I make space? And sometimes it's like putting the dishes away and putting the laundry away because it's been piling up in a pile on my bed for the last three days. True story. Today I finally put it away and today I was feeling bogged down. I like in my exact words, I was feeling poopy. <laughs> That's what I told Gara. I was like, I just feel poopy and I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. And so then I put my laundry away and I put the dishes away and it honestly made me feel better. I just felt like I just cleaned up some space and then I could just think about some other stuff. And I don't know, that might just be me who like literally can get weighed down mentally by physical things that I can be doing. But it made me feel better. So, you know, I figure decluttering in some sort of way has some sort of mental attachment to me decluttering my brain too makes me think clearer so I roll with it I mean I'm not gonna resist that I get it so with that I am gonna close episode number four so I appreciate you listening you know that after my intro into here I freaking love the support and I just couldn't send out more hugs through this microphone as I am right now. I'm hugging all of you. If you're listening to this, think of me giving you a big hug. I love and appreciate you. Have an awesome day, and I'll be talking to you next week on episode number five. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most, and it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll see you on the next episode.